From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. Have you watched CoffeeZilla's expose on CryptoZoo and Logan Paul? If you haven't, I think you should. Link is in the show notes, and we'll talk about that today on the Decrypt Daily. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show. It's Thursday, January 5th, 2022. Not much to wrap about this morning. I can tell you that my prediction was totally wrong about picking the Speaker of the House yesterday in his first vote. <laughs> Let's see how long this persists. Anyway, once we have a Speaker of the House, don't worry, I'll let you know here if you're not paying attention or watching what's happening. Speaking about paying attention, let's pay attention to those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. The time is 10.51 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We got Bitcoin sitting at $16,809, pretty much even from yesterday. Ethereum's at $1,250. Again, pretty much even from yesterday. Tether's number three, USDC's number four, and Binance is at 256, up 0.4% in 24. Rounding off the top 10, we have XRP, BUSD, Dogecoin, Cardano, and Matic. Litecoin's at 7440, down 2.2%. And Solana is down a percent at 13.17. The total market cap is at 818.4 billion. That's pretty much even from yesterday. I think yesterday we were at like 8.20, so there's a billion fluctuation. It says we're even, but yeah, we're down a little bit. Their BTC dominance is down a little bit at 39.6, and their F dominance is at 18.7. And we have some notes I want to put in the financial section today. New York Department of Financial Services said on Wednesday that they've reached a $100 million settlement with Coinbase over issues regarding the company's compliance programs. So now Coinbase is required to pay $50 million in penalty and invest an additional $50 million to bolster its abilities to comply with financial regulations. The Department of Financial Services said that they found significant failures in Coinbase's compliance program that violated New York banking law and state regulations regarding virtual currencies, money transmitting, money monitoring, and cybersecurity. The regulator also noted that Coinbase has begun to address many of these issues. So that's a good thing. And as a result of all of this, Coinbase was up 12% after the announcement. They're up to over $37.30 as of right now. Which makes me wonder, who was the little bird that told Kathy Wood of ARK Invest to buy Coinbase stock last week? It's like, if they knew something. Anyway, she did buy and she's up almost a million dollars on her purchase. But before we get all happy that Coinbase is up 12%, remember, Coinbase debuted on the stock market at $381.52. Now, expect the markets to be in turmoil until February, because Forbes reports that the Feds are going to raise rates again on February 1st of 2023. They're saying it's probably going to be by 25 basis points, raising the rates from 4.5% to 4.75%. However, there is a chance that the Fed will opt for a larger percentage point hike. The Fed is set to have eight meetings this year on interest rates. And something I want you to watch today, I want you to watch CoffeeZilla's reporting. It's a three-part series on YouTube on CryptoZoo. And CryptoZoo was an NFT project created by Logan Paul. You know Logan Paul, the influencer, Logan Paul, Jake Paul, those guys. Anyway, Logan Paul created this crypto NFT project. And it was going to be like you buy an egg 
It's like yeah, literally like a chicken egg or something, but it looked like the dinosaur egg. And you're going to hatch it. And if you hatch it, you'll get an animal that comes out. Then you'll be able to take that animal and breed those animals with other animals and create, I guess, animal hybrids like a platter elephant, platypus elephant. Platypus is kind of like a hybrid animal anyway, but you know what I'm saying. Or a monkey donkey. <laughs> anyway, none of that happened. People weren't able to hatch their eggs. The, the whole project fell apart. People are screaming, scam. And, well, I'm not going to say anything. I want you to watch the video and show the evidence that CoffeeZilla brings up about it. Well, anyway, because of all of this, and because of all of the attention now on Logan Paul, he's threatening to sue. And CoffeeZilla said this to the crypt via a direct message. He said, the fact that Logan Paul is suing me instead of the criminals and conmen he hired says it all. He took zero accountability, zero apologies, he just wants to save his own reputation instead of cleaning up the mess that he and his team created. Basically, what happened was, is a lot of people bought these eggs, a lot of people put a lot of money into CryptoZoo, and there is nothing to show for it. And some people walked away with millions of dollars from this project. People are calling rug, people are calling scam. And I want you to watch. Link is in the show notes for part three, which I thought was the best summary and most interesting part of it. But if you want to watch the whole three-part series, Click the link in the show notes and then just navigate back to part one. Moving into some other headlines today. In a complete misruling, in my opinion, now I was talking to other people this morning and they said that what this ruling states is completely legal and I agree. I don't think it's right. But digital assets deposited in Celsius Network Earn Program belong to Celsius, the Celsius or the bankrupt company's estate not the individual users according to a ruling according to a ruling by the US bankruptcy judge Martin Glenn the court also determined that Celsius bankruptcy estate can sell 18 million dollars worth of stablecoins which were deposited in earn accounts and they're going to sell those to fund admin expenses judge glenn wrote earn assets in the earn accounts constitute property of the estate and the debtors may sell stablecoins outside ordinary courses of business a recent filing also states that the company's earn accounts have approximately $4.2 billion. See, here's my issue with it. It's not that, okay, you didn't look at the terms and services. It's just that Alex Mashinsky, the CEO, the former CEO of Celsius, would always say two different things in ads, in podcasts, in YouTube, online, on Twitter, and say, these funds are yours. You deposit there, you can take them out anytime, whatever, you know. He was always saying and stating that no matter what happens, these funds are safe and these funds are yours. And so if you say that over and over and over again, I mean, of course, you still have to read the fine print, but does that negate the fine print? I mean, even if you have lawyers to drop these terms and services, but then you state exactly the opposite of your terms and services, like, shouldn't that be? Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. thought about when it comes to these rulings and so that's why i feel that the executive of this company making statements like that trump the terms and services that were written for the earn account because he was publicly stating and negating as the executive as the leader of the company 
what the terms of service says. What do you think? Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. Link is in the show notes for the article. Link is in the show notes for my email. But I want to hear your opinion. I think that this is wrong. Institutional investors are not coming into crypto. Crypto fund investments in 2022 were the lowest they've been since 2018. Makes sense. Bear market. The crypto space saw inflows from investors putting money into crypto projects totaling $433 million for the whole of 2022. That's the lowest since 18, like I said, where inflows were $233 million. That's a decrease of 95% compared to 2021 when the inflows totaled $9.1 billion. Or a drop from 2020, a drop of 93% from 2020, when inflows totaled $6.6 billion. So the common theory for investors, this is a side note, by the way, a common theory for investors is that every market that we've dealt with for the past decade was artificial or inflated. Let's just call it inflated. The low interest rate of money allowed people to go into the S&P 500, startups, tech, crypto, and so on and so forth. Remember, Bitcoin is only 13 years old. Is Bitcoin a flash in the pan of cheap money? And that's what people are saying, is that this course of this down market isn't going to be a couple years, you know, or just, you know, we're going to correct here in a couple years or so, like the crypto market always does. It's that the cheap money where you could take these riskier investments is not going to be around. We're going to raise interest rates and then slowly lower interest rates. And then we're going to need about a decade for this cheaper money to come back into the system to see, I guess, 2020 highs again, and then maybe new all-time highs. And the idea of investing is also going to fundamentally change because what we were investing in with cheap money before might not be the thing that we're investing in again. So maybe the crypto space, maybe a lot of these new emerging companies and tech were always inflated. Apple, inflated. Tesla, I always thought Tesla was overpriced, by the way, but but we'll see where they get. But all these companies were inflated because of the cheap money. What do you think? Matthew Aaron at Crypt.co. Do you think that that's BS? Do you think that it holds some water? Do you think that we're going to see the normal crypto cycle every four years? Or do you think that this might go on for decades? Let me know. The electronics company LG has doubled down on its metaverse ambitions with a series of announcements at this year's Consumer Electronics Show, or CES. So basically, they're doubling down on their LG Smart TVs and their LG Art Lab platform. And you can buy, sell, and trade digital artwork with your TV and their Art Lab platform with the Blade Wallet. Blade Wallet is described as a security audited Web3 wallet on the Hedera, and Hedera uses Hashgraph, a distributed ledger technology that is described as an alternative to blockchains. By the way, I've done a podcast with them. Just look at a history. You could listen to that and learn all about Hedera Hashgraph. The United States regulators and the SEC are coming into 2023 swinging and throwing punches. And they're doing that with a new round of cases targeting cryptocurrency scams. Six individuals and two companies tied to an investment scheme called CoinDeal were charged on Wednesday by the SEC. The SEC says that the, the alleged defendants falsely claimed access to blockchain technology and that that technology and the sale of that technology would generate investment returns of more than 500,000 times for investors. The SEC said that these guys raised... $45 million from sales and what they called unregistered securities to thousands of investors worldwide. The SEC also said that they used the money to buy cars, real estate, and a boat. Well, how do they know that? <laughs> because they seized 100 assets. And with that seizure, they got real estate, luxury cars, and 39 Teslas. <laughs> if convicted, they face 20 years in prison. The U.S. DOJ said that it took custody of $450 million of Robinhood shares from FTX. 
A lawyer from FTX noted in the hearing that the owners of the shares was unclear. A likely claimant to the shares, besides FTX creditors, include BlockFi, because BlockFi says that the shares were promised to it by Sam Bankman-Fried. The next court hearing is scheduled for January 20th of 2023, with the presiding judge blocking out the entire day's calendar to focus on FTX, Robinhood shares, and any new developments. And finally, sports merch giant Fanatics, they divested in Candy Digital, and that's around 60% of majority stake. The CEO said this, when we looked at the factors on the table, this was a rather straightforward and easy decision for us to make for several reasons. Continue to say, over the past year, it has become clear that NFTs are unlikely to be sustainable or profitable as a standalone business. The CEO continued to say, investors in Candy bought into the vision not because of NFTs or Candy itself, but because of our track record at Fanatics. The CEO continued to say that divesting our ownership stake at this time allowed us to ensure investors were able to recoup most of their investment via cash or additional shares in Fanatics, a favorable outcome for investors, especially since the NFT marketplace is imploding, seeing both drops in transaction volumes and prices for standalone NFTs. In November, Candy laid off one-third of its staff. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of The Decrypt Daily. I'll be back tomorrow. Same Matt time, same Matt channel. And until then, happy hodling, everyone.